guys what's going on this is your girl model e of course of the e and friends podcast thank you for tuning into another bi-weekly episode with your girl hey how are you guys doing ladies how you feeling fellas are you treating my ladies right lady are you treating my men right i gotta be fair i gotta talk to everybody i can't leave the men out because we need them too. We really do need them. So, you know, not the two y'all horn men's, but we need y'all and we love y'all and we want y'all to be a part of our life. So make sure y'all do what y'all got to do to keep us happy, okay? That's right. And this is coming from your girl. Ladies, you welcome. I got your back. <laughs> but thank you guys. I am a little late on this episode today by a couple hours, but I know you guys will be okay with that. You're not going to hold that against me. You know why? Because I am Model E. That's right. Yes. So before we start the show tonight, make sure that you guys continue to keep up with me on social media, on Instagram at E and Friends Pod, and on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. And make sure that you tune in to my husband and I on the Life and Love podcast with Erica and Sean. The podcast has been doing great. We do video as well on YouTube on the God What You Need Network, and that's G W U N Network. So go there, like, subscribe so you won't never miss us. And thank you once again from my individual listeners of the E and Friends podcast that who listens to Life and Love. Thank you for your input and thank you for sending your listeners letters. We really appreciate it. So keep them coming. But before we start the show tonight, I do want to get into the student loan talk. I'm not going to talk long. It's going to be very brief. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you guys know in the past that I've been talking about the student loan debt. You know, Biden says that he was going to end this debt for us. And it has been a long talk ever since, you know, he has been in office. And I'm starting to see it starting to resurface again. So I have hopes that this debt will, you know, go away. Even if it doesn't fully go away 100%, just something, something that will lower our amounts down because for over the past year, almost two years now, we haven't been paying any student loans. For those of you who have student loans, you know what? Shout out to y'all. Shout out because student loans is something that can basically control our life. It can hurt us. It really can because they look at student loan as this big macho debt. And if you don't pay that mug, guess what? the USOL. You are shit out of luck. So this whole student loan thing, it has a, it can have a negative impact on us. And especially for those who did went to college and finished and are not really doing anything in that profession, you know, and you have to pay this money back and they don't want you to pay back a little bit. They want you to pay a whole lot. And And quite frankly, you're not even working in that profession that you did. So the student loan talk, you know, I'm going to stay on top of it. And of course, if I find out anything, you guys know that I'm going to tell you, because if I can just get it down 30, 40% 
I am okay with that. A sister needs help. Like, let's get this debt down. I'm not for it. And I know you guys are not either. So I will definitely keep you guys posted. So my next conversation tonight is, I want to tell you guys a story. This is something that happened to me when I was um, at the post office. So I went into the post office and this was a Saturday or a Sunday. It was one of those weekends. You know, the post office was closed. The only thing was open, you know, was the, the outside mailer or, you know, to check your mailbox and stuff like that. So I, on my way coming out, it was this guy and it, it was an, an older gentleman. He was a white man and he came in as I was going out and he stopped and he said, Hey, don't I know you? I'm looking at him all confused and I said, no, I don't think so. And he said, hold on. He said, you are Holly Berry. Yes. <laughs> he said, say that one more time, girl. Uh -huh. He said, you are Holly Berry. He said, I thought I knew you from somewhere. You played on that movie. I can't remember the name. So I would just, no, I'm not Holly Berry. I say, but thank you, you know. And so he proceeded and tried to figure out the name of the movie and everything, but I didn't say any, anything. I kind of had a, a feeling of what he was talking about, but I didn't say anything. And so um, I was like, okay, well, you have a good night. And then he says, um, well, you look better than Holly Berry. And I was like, well, thank you so much. You know, so I kept going out about my business. And I came home and I told my husband about it. And he was like, shit, you know, my husband, he crazy. He don't be, you know, feeling me and boosting me up and shit. Every time somebody say something to me, he'd be like, shit, y'all know that man who do that. That's what he be doing to me, y'all. I don't like his ass, but I love him though. <laughs> That's what he be doing to me. But um, I just wanted to tell you guys that story. I have gotten Tyra Bangs. I have gotten, what's her name? Garcia Bavis, the girl that played on um, the Jamie Foxx show. I had even got her at one point, but I've never had anyone to tell me that I look like Holly Berry. And I love me some Holly Berry. So, hmm, my sister is doing something. <laughs> All right, guys. So... Um, another thing that I want to talk to you guys about the government again, and you guys know how I go on my rants and I believe that this here is going to cause a whole lot of issues. First of all, let me tell you my issue that I have with the government, with the food stamps, the whole system, right? Okay. I feel that they give away all this stuff to people who almost really don't deserve it. You know, there are people out there who are working hard, who are trying and who are not asking to be on the system. Those type of people can't get anything. But we have those who are just sitting at home, who is not totally disabled, who are able and should be willing to go out there to earn their own keep and take care of their kids and stuff. But instead, they are having someone helping them, giving them a roof over their head, making sure their basic utilities get paid, and they just live in life. That part of the government assistance, I do not like. 
You can agree or you can disagree, but I do not like it. So one thing that um, caught my attention was in a few of these states, and it's only six states that food stamps will buy fast food. Now, I'm sure you guys know that McDonald's accepts food stamps. Yes, they do. And we all know that if anything shall go down, McDonald's is going to be the first person to serve you. <laughs> we know that. So if you guys aren't familiar with food stamps, it's called SNAP. The S-N-A-P is benefits. And, and what it is, it, it provides um, food assistance to individuals and people that have a low income. And it's paid on a specific day on the month. Now, I remember a long time ago when people used to get food stamps, it used to get dropped like on a certain day and like everybody would get it on that certain day. And when you would go to the grocery store, you just know what it is. Oh, everybody got their food stamps today. We need to hurry up and go to the store because those food stamp people's going to take all the food, <laughs> right? That's what, that's what we used to say. So now, of course, you know, over time, doing it years back, the food stamp used to come in paper. It used to look like basically monopoly money. It used to come in paper and you was not able to get change back. You had to buy everything directly. Um, it had to be the same price. You didn't get no change back. So over the course of the years, they, you know, got smart. They moved up with technology. So they started putting it on a debit card. It's like a debit card. And you have the option to buy food and some people have the option to get money off it. So I'm, I'm thinking that's the, the welfare portion of it. And you can use them at food um, places. You know, of course, Walmart, um, Lowe's, Harris Teeter, Publix, um, Food Lion, Piggy Wiggly. For those of us who's in the South, shout out Piggy Wiggly. <laughs> you can get them in those, um, in the card. So, um, of course, you have to apply for this. This is not something that the government is just getting, unlike um, the pandemic EBT, where they did give a little bit of um, food stamps to working individuals and people who had kids in school, uh, which is that has already ended. You know, that didn't last for long. <laughs> it did not. So, but this program, this restaurant, this restaurant meal program, it allows certain states, you know, for people to buy food that's already prepared. Now, at one point, they did allow people to go into places like Walmart and buy food like at the deli section. And now they are increasing it to fast food. Now, in order to be eligible for SNAP, and I'm filling your knowledge basket up just in case, you know, you're going through some little things because it is hard times right now. We are still going through a pandemic. A lot of people are still at home. A lot of people work part-time. Some people work less than part-time. We're all still trying to figure this thing out. And you may be able to qualify for SNAP benefits. So, um, if you are, you know, just low income, you're really not making anything and you can actually go to your 
state website, the Department of Health and Human Services. It will give you all the information of your income eligibility because it's varied by state. So I really can't say what it varies. So if you go on the site, it will definitely let you know if you are eligible or not. If you have kids, if you don't have kids, you know, just they factor in everything. So just keep that in mind. So if you really feel that you're not making it and you need some help, you may be able to get some assistance from SNAP. And um, this is not a paid advertisement. I am not affiliated <laughs> with the Department of Human and Health Services at all. I'm just spilling the knowledge. All right. So let's go ahead and get back to these restaurants that are actually offering the snack restaurant that are offering the food stamp program. And it is what about seven states, six or seven states that are actually doing it. It's Arizona, California, Maryland, Michigan, Rhode Island, and Virginia. Virginia is the state that is closest to me. You know, it's a few hours up the road, but you know, it's still kind of close. So it's not everywhere, but I think these are the areas that they are actually trying it out. And also um, Illinois is actually trying to pilot this and, you know, see how things go within a certain zip code out in Illinois. And so um, the restaurants that will be participating in this SNAP benefit is Burger King, Denny's, Domino's Pizza, Jack in the Box, Jamba Juice, Little Healthy, KFC, McDonald's, of course, Papa Murphy's, Popeye's, Pizza Hut, Rally Hamburgers, Subway, Taco Bell, and Wendy's. Now, just remember... Those are the ones that accept it, but not all of them, not every other. You, you can't go into Pizza Hut or you can't go to Sheets, you know, or whatever, and use <laughs> your EBT card. It varies by location and state. But the issue that I have with this, and this is, um, this is the Erica's moment right here. This, this is it. The issue that I have with this is that they claim, and maybe not claim, this is true, I really think this is true, that America, the United States, is the most wasteful place. We waste a lot of food. We have a high rate of diabetes. We have that tension to overeat, okay? We have so many foods at our disposal to the fact that I think we are greedy. You know, we eat, we eat and eat, or we don't eat all that we eat, we just throw it away. And there are other countries out there that are starving, who would love to come and dig in our trash cans or in our alleyways just to eat, you know? So this here, with being able to use the food stamp at a fast food restaurant, I think it's a little overboard because many parents won't be cooking no more. You know, I from what I've seen, they barely cook now. You know, they take those cards and they go and all they buy is snacks. You know, they go and just buy crab legs. Yeah, I said crab legs, I said it. They go and they just buy things that are not necessary. Nobody cooks home-cooked meals no more, you know? And if I had some food stamps, 
I would cook more. I would have a refrigerator and a freezer full of everything because I would have the food in order to cook. So a lot of us have to make the decision of, are we going to eat? Are we going to put gas in the car? What are we going to do this week? You know, a lot of people are making that decision. And then you got other people who can just take a card and just go to a fast food restaurant and buy the kids something to eat and which is not healthy at all. You know, America talks about being healthy and being obese, but there are continue to stuff us with food that we don't even need, that is not good for our bodies. And trust me, this is coming from a person who loves to eat out. I love to eat out. That's basically what I do. If I don't do nothing else, I'm going to eat me some food. But let me tell you something about Erica. Erica is going to not overdo it. Erica know what she has to do, especially over the past year. Erica has learned a whole lot about her eating habits. Yes, I don't look like I don't eat much, but I do. It's, I'm, look, it's like I have a fat girl trapped inside me. <laughs> okay, I mean, no diss to fat girls, anything like that, but this is my podcast, you know, and I can say what I want to say. And this is why people love me because I can say what I want to say. And this is also a no judgment free zone. So nobody is not going to judge what I say. And even if they do, I don't care. How about that? But what I'm trying to say is I think the government, if you're out there listening, which is I know you are listening because you always are. I think that you guys should scale back on this because if you portray us as the country that's just so wasteful, you know, we're overeating all the time, you know, we are unhealthy individuals, but putting an EBT card and going through a fast food, let's say someone who gets 800 to to $1,000 a month on food stamps and knowing that they can go to Burger King on Monday, they can go to McDonald's on Tuesday. They can go, oh, let's go to Jumbo Juice on Wednesday. Monday and Tuesday, ain't bad. Let's go get a juice on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, you're going to KFC. And then Friday, okay, we're going to all get a piece of this Friday night. It's easy. It's at their disposal. And I don't think it's a good thing personally. So let me know what you guys think about that. I just wanted to bring that up because I see... So much is going on in the system, you know, and with us. And I think we need to learn and be more healthier, be more self-conscious of what we're putting in our bodies because we are at a high demand right now for everything. You know, it's COVID. A lot of things are not being produced and stuff are coming in faster. So, you know, like these meat that we eat, it can be pumped up with it could be pumped up with anything a bunch of hormones or you know it's not real they're cloned we just don't know so we really got to be careful of what we are putting into our bodies just simple as that and I know a lot of you can agree with me on that now I'm going to move on to the next conversation and this conversation has to do with scams Craigslist now, I know I've been looking on Craigslist for a very long time. A few years ago, I watched my first Lifetime movie called The Craigslist, the Craigslist Killer. Yes. It made me wary because 
now Craigslist wasn't as bad back then. Like you could really go on Craigslist and you can buy stuff just like Facebook market and everything will be okay. But over the years, people have been getting killed from Facebook. Like it is, I mean, on Craigslist, I'm sorry. It's a lot of scams out there. And I think, you know, you guys just need to be, you know, aware about it. So this particular here, and it's a whole bunch of scams. And and I can attest to this because during a few years ago when we wanted to rent a home, instead of, you know, renting apartments, we wanted something bigger. Uh, we didn't want to buy because we wasn't sure of the location that we were going to stay in. So we said, you know what, we'll just go ahead and we'll just rent a house. You go and you look up renting a house, you will see basically all the same post. So first, that's a red flag. So when you go into that post and you message, you know, inquiring about it, then someone's hit you back immediately, almost like a robot, like it is too good to be true. They hit you back and they say, oh, my sister is in the military offshore. I'll be able to do this. Or can you, they'll send you a list of things for you to fill out and, and for you to send it to them. And then they will be like, can you bring a money order and such and such? That is too quick. What about checking credit? So you mean to tell me I give you a list of all these important demographics about me, you know, my name, my address, um, my current address, my date of birth, um, you know, all that stuff like that. And you mean to tell me just like that, you're going to tell me, okay, I can go ahead and bring a money order. That's the second red flag. Um, so the issue with this here is this happened in Maryville. I'm not sure exactly where Maryville at, but these are a few people who actually signed the same lease on a home and they gave their rent money to somebody who claimed that they owned this house and it didn't. So um, this person told the news that there are 15 acres here and we can put up anything that we needed to. His name is Spencer Skinner and he is actually one of the home renters. So he runs a guardian angel pit bull rescue, which means he often takes in animals. So he has all this large space. So he takes in animals and he used, you know, some of that 15 acres. So he says now because of the scam, he said, we have to start from scratch. So all the dealings and everything came from the Craigslist transaction. And it was, um, how much I say about three or four families involved. And so this specific guy, Skinner, he was con he was contacted by the supposed owner after he put the house on um, wanted. You know, he put the house out for lease. Now, this guy has been living in his house for three days and he got a key from an ad contact. Then a surprise guest stopped by the home who is actually the homeowner. Now, the first thing they asked was, can I help you? The, the real homeowner said, yeah, you can help me. What are you doing here? <laughs> right? 
So the home, the homeowner, he literally lives in Florida. So he's trying to sell his home. So you're trying to sell your home. You live in somewhere else. And then someone comes and puts your home on Craigslist and you just responded to it and you're in the home. Like basically almost like a squatter, you know? You know, a bunch of people were scammed like this. And if you don't know any better, you're going to get hurt by it. So now it's like these people... First of all, they don't give their money to somebody and I don't even know who has the money. The new owners, it was like, okay, this is my house. You got to get out of here. And now you don't have anywhere to live. You're out of money. It's sad. But guess what? It happens every day to a whole lot of people. I don't know how many times that I see these incidents where people rent homes and some of these people have multiple kids, really need a place to stay, and they get into this scam like this. So people, my thing is you have to be careful. You have to be careful of who you're talking to, especially when you're online, you can't really see the person. Like, just make sure you go and you check everything out and you admit, omit all the red flags. Please, just look at the red flags. So. Craigslist has given some warnings to look out for. And it's like what I say, you deal locally, face-to-face, and you can possibly avoid 99% of these scams. Don't extend payment to anyone you have not met in person. Beware offers involving shipping. Deal with local you can meet in person. Don't ever give nobody a money order. Don't ever send anybody Western Union. Don't ever send anybody um, MoneyGram. Don't do that. Um, don't accept a cashier's or a certified check or money order. Don't do that either. You know, don't give out your financial information, like your bank account, your social security number, your PayPal account, etc. Don't do that. It's a no-no. And do not rent or purchase something that you have not seen. If it seems too good to be true, then nine times out of 10, it is good to be true. Don't let no one do a background or credit check on you until you have seen them in person because that can affect you and your credit. They can go and get every detail about you. So you have to be careful. Don't be a victim of these scams, folks. Don't be a victim. So I'm going to conclude that for tonight's show. I appreciate you guys listening to me and make sure that you send me in those letters. Let me know if you want to come and talk on the Ian Friends podcast. I will be glad to have you on the podcast. Just let me know. Sorry, guys. You take care and remember to follow me on Instagram at Ian Friends Pod. And on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. And you guys take care of yourself. Peace.